Ahoy, hello, and welcome to the January Ocean Media Podcast. I'm Gary Brown. This podcast is supported by All at Sea magazine, of which I am the editorial director, and Budget Marine, the Caribbean's largest chandlery, with stores in Antigua, Aruba, Bonaire, Curacao, Grenada, St. Martin, French and Dutch side, St. Thomas, Tortola and Trinidad. This month, we're going to make the podcast a little different. No interviews, no. Instead, we're going to talk about piracy in the Caribbean. The opinions you're about to hear are mine and mine alone and not those of our gallant sponsors. Now, why are we talking about piracy in the Caribbean? Well, it's been widely reported that in the last 10 days, two yachts sailing between Trinidad and Grenada were forced to stop and were boarded, ransacked and robbed by armed men. Reports in a press release issued by the Ocean Cruising Club say that both incidents took place in daylight and involved local 18 to 20 foot pirogues, which are open boats with powerful outboard engines. Each craft had five or six pirates aboard, armed with assault rifles. Each craft carried a spare, powerful outboard and additional fuel in barrels. Some reports say the pirates were speaking Spanish and therefore may have been Venezuelan. But now before we go any further, I'd like to differentiate between what I see as pirates and the lowlifes who skulk around waterfront stealing outboard engines. I live on a Caribbean island and for many years my wife and I cruised the waters from Trinidad to the US eastern seaboard, just about every island in between. And over the years I've been the victim of crime, having lost dinghies and outboard motors. Also our boat has been boarded more than once while we were ashore and things taken. But if you spread this over a 25 year period, as angry as I was at the loss of the equipment, this is petty crime. Never have we been threatened with violence or faced someone carrying a gun. Except in America, where someone did once threaten to shoot my cat. But that's a story for another time. The point I'm trying to make is that dinghy theft is not piracy. Being boarded on the high seas by armed thugs is piracy. It didn't take long before the story of the two incidents was splashed all over media and was picked up by the international press. Needless to say, when the story appeared on cruising sites and pages, the comments rolled in, and with them, the old argument about whether cruisers should carry guns. In a few moments, I'll tell you about my own experiences with guns aboard our cruising boat. But first, a few words about our sponsors. The podcast is supported by All at Sea magazine and Budget Marine. And you can find All at Sea, the Caribbean's number one waterfront full-colour magazine, throughout the southern and northern Caribbean island chain, the Panama Canal, the Bahamas and South Florida. You can pick up a free copy at marinas, boatyards, ship stores, yacht clubs, boaters bars and marine service providers. You can also download the entire magazine for free as a PDF by going to our website allatsea.net and you'll find copies there going back several years. The podcast is also sponsored by Budget Marine the Caribbean's largest suppliers of marine equipment, boat gear and fishing supplies. Budget Marine's 2016 catalogue is now available and it's as thick as a London telephone directory. And if you can't pick up a hard copy, then you can download the catalogue as a PDF 
from their website, budgetmarine.com. Now, back to this uh, chilling incidence of piracy between Trinidad and Grenada and the call by some for crews to carry guns. Now, a friend of mine and his family, with children, were sailing in the Far East when they were approached by a boatload of armed men and forced to stop. My friend's wife dashed below and came up with a gun. The pirates didn't hesitate and blew her all over the cockpit. This is fact, not fiction. For many years, we carried a shotgun aboard our, our cruising boat. It had been given to me by a friend in Gibraltar, and it was a bit of an antique. I carried that gun all over the Caribbean and up to the States, and one day decided on some target practice. I threw some bottles overboard, and like Rambo, let go with the shotgun. Only nothing happened. The hammer fell, but the gun didn't fire. It took three attempts to get it to work. A month later, I gave the gun to a friend who hung it on his wall which was all it was good for. The gun wouldn't have saved me in an attack situation. Yes, I should have maintained the gun and made sure it worked. But the point I'm trying to make with both these stories, that unless you have greater firepower than your attacker and are willing to open fire first, with all the risks that that entails, then you are going to lose. In his book, Red Sea Run, Captain Fatty Goodlander describes in detail his passage through the pirate-infested Red Sea, where the bad guys not only carry assault rifles, but rocket-propelled grenades. Goodlander has some good tips for sailing through pirate-infested waters, and I can recommend this book. However, please remember that we are talking about two incidents north of Trinidad, and this is nothing like the Red Sea. Hopefully, these are isolated incidents. One thing for sure, the authorities of both Trinidad and Grenada are going to put a stop to this pretty damn quick before it does any more damage to their yachting industry. Believe me, it's already done plenty of damage. So what can you do to protect yourself from pirates? Well, the most obvious thing is to sail in company, and that's what Goodlander advocates in his book. Of course, you all have to sail at the same speed. I think it goes without saying that you should maintain a good watch and monitor the radio carefully and broadcast any sightings of fast open boats that may be approaching or even in the area, especially if you're far offshore. Knowing about the two attacks, would I still be willing to sail between Trinidad and Grenada? Yes, I would, but not without taking the precautions I've just mentioned. You can find out much more about these two incidents on the Ocean Cruising Club website also, the Caribbean Safety and Security Net website has a detailed report along with good advice to cruisers on how to deal with or avoid similar attacks. I hope I haven't scared you too much. The Caribbean is still a very safe place with the best cruising grounds in the world. Now, before I cut you adrift, let's go from fact to fiction. Have you read the thriller Caribbean Deep? This is the second thriller in the Caribbean series, and it's all about human trafficking. Packed with explosive action and electrifying twists, it will keep you on edge to the final page. You can find reviews and purchase the book from Amazon.com and Amazon UK. In fact, they're available worldwide. If you prefer non-fiction, then you might like Biscay, Our Ultimate Storm, in which my wife and I describe our seven days at sea following being dismasted, capsized, and thrown overboard in hurricane force winds. This is a short e-book, 
and will benefit anyone who is planning to sail offshore. Biscay is also available from Amazon, $2.99. If you would like more information, then please visit my website, garyebrown.net. And that wraps up our first Ocean Media podcast of 2016, brought to you thanks to the support of All at Sea magazine and Budget Marine Caribbean Chandlers. If you would like to comment on the podcast, your comments would be welcome. Email oceanmedia.gb at gmail.com That's oceanmedia.gb at gmail.com or contact me through my website, garyebrown.net Until next time, Happy New Year, but most of all, safe sailing.